The Viewpoint on SAFM. Yeah, we are live. The chairperson of the Liaising Committee for Construction East Workers, Mr. Gideon Mangai, is on the line. We are engaged with him because workers of Construction East call on the Department of Water and Sanitation to pay their bonuses. Now, these construction workers who have been hired to build dams for the department in Bulugwana have called on the government to pay outstanding workers their merit bonuses. Gideon is on the line, and I caution to say we did look to have the corresponding view of the department. They were unable to join us. The reasons are, at least to me, not now particularly clear. I do understand they sent a version of what they want to say in the way of a voice note that my producer this evening, Nogokanya, will play at the appropriate time. But perhaps we probably should spend a little time just understanding exactly what the standoff is between the construction workers of the construction company and the department and exactly where we are at what looks like. Certainly something for the litigation. Gideon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Are you? Fine, thank you. So how are you? Mr. Mangai, I understand you're the chairperson for the Liaison Committee for Construction East Workers. What's going on there? Uh, the problem here as construction employees, because we did commun- communicate and liaise with the department concerning the 50% outstanding merit bonuses that they owed us, which for the financial year 2019-2020. They only paid us 50% rather than 100% of the merit bonuses. They just sent it a secular that they are going to make a deduction, of which we disagreed with them that the secular cannot be, in, cannot oppose a condition of service, which is a principle that guides us. Okay, first, so no, are, Mr. Mr. Mangai, sorry to interrupt you. Perhaps I should have asked this question. Can, can you tell us? who you guys are, what you guys are doing, what agreement you have in place with the department, and exactly what you mean, for instance, by things like merit bonuses. I I want us to go from the very beginning. This is the project we are working on. We are this company. This is in relation to this particular tender for this construction, and this is the source of the dispute. Can you go back there, please? We are a licensing committee of the Department of Water and and sanitation of which we are on Annexa 20. The licensing committee consists of members of PSA and NAAU. The licensing committee on mutual on issues that concerns all, all the employees. The, the employees elected the licensing committee to deal with such issues that concerns all the, all the employees, not to divide us. So that. Merit bonuses is one of the issues that concerns us. And the other issue is the the investigation report concerning Mr. Tabo Mataba that was finalized by the by by the employer in twenty twenty, February twenty twenty, of which the investigation report we never had anything. The employer doesn't want us to give us the report back of the investigation report because we agreed on the terms of that once the investigation has been finished, we'll be giving the full report. So by refusing 
supposed two years to give us a report. We don't know what is their reason therefore. Okay, um, I, I, I hasten to say I'm still a little confused and I would imagine the listener at home is confused. So here we are. You are handling the matter on behalf of the construction workers. You're the union affiliated to the department and the department yeah. seemingly isn't playing ball in relation to at least, if I can just fast track a bit, some of the work that has been done in progress to a particular tender and bonuses were supposed to have been paid in the financial year 2019-2020. As at then, which is now two years behind, there has only been 50% of that 100% that has in fact been paid and the balance today remains outstanding is that correct that's correct okay how many people are we talking about here who are affected and if you can tell us what the 50 percent means for an individual how much money are we talking about that remains outstanding for an individual and how many people of course are we talking about we are representing we are consisting of five construction units which is construction north Construction Central, Construction East, Construction South, and Construction West. All over the country. We are working, we are constructing dams, we are constructing irrigation furrows, and so forth. Each and every year, the department has agreed that they are going to pay us. It is an 18% of an, uh, 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 18% of an annual income. I don't know if I make my clear. Yes. And how, much, how, much money, how much money is outstanding for the individual? You say you represent five units, so to speak. In total, how many people are in these five units? Mr. Mangai, can you hear me? To, they are close to more than uh, 400 to 500, uh, 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 1,500 people in combined. 1,500, you say? Yes, 1,500 people combined for all units, national. And are they all expecting the same amount of money? In other words, this 50% that remains outstanding per individual, is it the same or is it structured per the um, employment contract? Yes, they are expecting the same amount of, the same amount of money, which is outstanding 50%. How much in, re- in rent terms is that 50%? In the rent. Yes. In, how much is 50%? I mean, what does it represent for the individual? How much for is owed individual. to an individual? Yes. How much is owed to an individual? For the whole it can be plus, plus minus 25 million. Okay, so it's 25 million, million is... You're not answering my question, but essentially you're saying 25 million is outstanding for the 1,500 people who are affected by this. Yes. Now, in November last year, the union itself marched to the presidency to hand over to the Minister of Water and Sanitation. This is now November 16, 2021, your list of demands. Can you go through those demands that you went through and demanded from the minister, Senzo Mkuno? Yes, we demanded, we went through the SLIS and committee to the union building. We demanded 50% outstanding merit bonus. We demanded an investigation report to be handed over. An investigation report of, uh, 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 of, 2020, of 2020 that was finalized. Because 
on the investigation report, we won that investigation because, because the contract manager was wrongfully appointed. He never met any criteria. He never met any requirements because he didn't have an EXA, which is accredited for uh, for by the engineering council. By yes, he never had an EXA, which is all engineers. They must be registered under the South African X, South African law. He never had an extra, but the management at head office, head office, he managed to to went through the shortlisting and go to the interview. All the guys who had an extra, they failed the interview, but the guy who never had an extra passed that interview and was employed as a contract manager. So we disputed that. We called an investigation to come. That investigation found that Mr. Mataba, Mr. Mataba was wrongfully appointed. Then he was taken by the management to head office. So now we are de- we, we we were demanding or asking and uh, the full report, recommendation and remedial action. At temp- we agreed on the terms of reference for the department. So they are refusing to, to give us that report. Okay, so here we are in a situation whereby a contractor is employed to provide the service and the contractor doesn't have accreditation from EXA, Engineering Council of South Africa. That is now known to the department as you guys, and I'm going to say you guys in the blanket term, blew the whistle on that. Now, where are we in relation to that and where is this individual operating from? In other words, he's supervising which project where? He was supervising the project of construction east, which, con- which construction east is operating in the province of Mpumalanga, part of Free State, the whole KwaZulu Natal, and part of Eastern Cape, which includes Mzimvubu. So, because of the guy does not have, have an EXA, if you don't have an EXA, you there are, uh, according to the law, if a con- uh, 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 you are supposed to sign for maybe plus minus 30 million tender you you can't you can't uh, 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 put your signature for that for a certain amount of money that is more than 30 million no i'm i'm, I'm so, with you and i think i think nobody can dispute the fact that somebody who doesn't qualify irrespective should simply not be part of the reckoning for a tender, more especially when you're talking about something as scientific as the construction of major public infrastructure as dams would be, spanning the space, the geography that you have highlighted to this. Now, what has been the response on site? What is the position of your members, the union members, that is? Are they continuing to work? Have they downed tools? And what are the implications? Because I'm just thinking off the cuff. That project, obviously, no. because it is missing an extra-accredited sign-off, as it were, that then doesn't become a structure that is protected. For what instance, we, the, yeah? Yes, what we did on 2018-2019, we wrote a petition, and an investigator was appointed to investigate, and the findings were made. The, the investigator sent the report. The guy was removed from construction east. The guy is working at head office now. He's no longer in our in our unit. So it's going well as normal. 
Insofar as it relates to the director of plant and equipment for construction, I mean, this is one of the demands that you made because you had suggested that the plant had been dysfunctional and had been for some time and there was a need for a full-time director. Is this related to this gentleman who did not have the EXA or is that something different? This one is something different. It, it related to Mr. Constantine, who was the acting chief director, who mismanaged the plant, everything. So Mr. Constantine, also we wrote the petition, was put aside, and Ms. Maraka was appointed as a permanent chief director late last year. So the guy has been also been removed on that position. Which is Mr. who was an chief director. I I think just for the record, I don't want to in any way stifle or mute your voice, but I think we should be careful to use names, more particularly names that have not been invited to this platform specifically to respond, because I understand we are at a stage that could quite easily become something now for the courts to engage, and this being a public dialogue could very well be entered into the record. I'm not suggesting you've done something wrong. I think we should also just straddle our lines appropriately. But from those just two points, we are now clearly seeing a pattern, and the pattern is two or more, instances where persons who are not qualified are overseeing major construction projects on behalf of the department. Of course, this is the department that doesn't quite enjoy public confidence, given the fact that minister after the other within this department has, for the wrong reasons, courted the national headlines. If you think to the when it was still Minister Mogonyana, there were some similar allegations about the department being bankrupt. We had her successor, Mamulin Sulu, saying that there wasn't a water crisis when many parts of the country's taps had run dry. Now we are seized with this. Perhaps it is important that we should play the voice note that we received from the department. This was after we had invited the department, I understand, to come and participate on this platform. And this is the voice note we did receive. The voice note, please. It is important to note that from the department's point of view, the matter is still in the departmental bargaining council where the workers are represented by organized labor. And this matter has not reached a point of no return. And that is why there is a decision as of last week that there will be another session of engagement that will take the matter forward. And therefore, uh, the expectation from the department is that the matter is still an internal process or rather within the internal processes. And uh, therefore, it is uh, unfortunate that there is uh, this matter that has uh, that the matter has already been brought into the public domain but we hope that uh, this will not derail the internal uh, departmental bargaining council processes uh, that would uh, ultimately lead to a formal finalization of the matter you how do you respond to that mr mangai this is the department suggesting that the process is underway at the appropriate time you will be engaged and certain information will be released and of course it is hoped that the process in itself isn't compromised what is your position or response to that my position is that because last year we marched to the union building there was there was a chamber sitting from the employees. We went to the office after school. We went to 
the human being for the same problem. Now, last Friday, they did sit. The employer is coming with a delaying ticket. They don't want to pay us our outstanding bonuses. So they keep on postponing. They did postpone for 30 days on Friday. Every time they are, they are just supposed to take a decision, they keep on postponing and postponing and postponing. And now we are currently busy with other marriage bonuses. Of which now they'll be owing us more money, maybe 100, more than 150%. How are they going to be able to pay us now? Because, but we keep on working, delivering the services to the general public, but they don't want to pay us. We don't know why they don't, they don't want to pay us. Maybe they don't have money there. Okay, let me engage Mr. Temba Ngosi. I understand he's one of the workers on the construction site and it is important and I think our listeners would appreciate the fact that in as much as we might speak to the people who are in leadership positions, I think this is something which I can even take ownership on, we seldom speak to the persons who are most affected by that. Now, of the people we've been talking about essentially is the interest of the construction worker who is rendering one's time, service, muscle, call it what you will against the promise of being paid so if you're an employee anyway you would know the value of the in contact after 30 day period of your service you have no other expectation other than for your money to be paid on time and in full for the services rendered hasn't quite been so smooth sailing for mr tembangosu who is now on hold babungosu good evening thank you so much for joining us uh, good morning uh Good evening, everyone, and uh, also I greet uh, you at home. In your words, tell us how you are feeling. Tell us about the frustration of working and not getting your money. Tell us about the challenges as a result you face with not being paid on time and being promised to be paid, but it simply isn't happening. Yes, uh, first of all, I would like to say it's very hectic whereby uh, expectation has been created, first of all. And, uh, you know, as a family, a breadwinner at home, you are expecting your money and the money uh, didn't reach uh, the, the relevant people at home. So now, until we reach a point whereby we marched to the union building. Uh, our co-workers was already suspended because of the demands that we 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 been asking for to the employer that just pay us the money that you owe us. If employer do have any changes, in particular with the collective agreement, mm. they know very well that it must be via chamber and uh, in time. You just can't wake up uh, in the morning and uh, somebody alone takes the decision that is a, is a part of a collective agreement and just a, a change alone as, as they claim. So now, currently the situation is very happy because they only uh, three bonuses, if not mistaken, uh, at present. Because it is that 50% of 2019. And also from 2020 2021, 100% bonuses, and also this current year is 100%, meaning the department is broke, we don't know, but uh, unfortunately we've been losing a lot of projects because of bankrupt of the department. 
they used to fund the project, but the monies are disappearing. We don't know where they're going. But no. now they're coming back and telling us that uh, they are still negotiating at the chamber. The reason why the chamber is sitting, why the unions are sitting there, is because of us as workers. We stood up and approached the presidential office to say, please intervene, because now uh, it seems like construction, they don't want to keep um, uh, uh, the, 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 the collective agreement in place. They used to change everything by secular and no one asking them. If you are touching that story, you can go to the chamber and say, we are, en- we, we are engaging with the union. This is what is frustrating us. And after 30 days, they are disappearing again. So we want the employer to just pay us. This is what we are asking for. Okay, let me just ask Mr. Mangai. Mr. Mangai, do you have a schedule that you can share with us as to what to date is the next appointment with the department to discuss what? Because I do understand that from your list of demands, you have said that all outstanding okay payment of 2020 merit bonuses to be in by no later than 31 March 2022. It still doesn't change the fact that for the 2020-2021 year, they would still remain unpaid. And also, very soon, the 2021 stroke 2022 merit bonuses will be unpaid. So essentially, the department is two and a half years behind schedule. What can you share with us is the program of action between yourselves and the department until the end of this financial year? Yeah. What I can say is that uh, they keep on saying to us that uh, the matter is at the chamber. But as employees, because of some of us now have been suspended and there have been issues with uh, the letters of intention to discipline, we at, at construction, we also have meetings with them. But we do also have a plan of action of engaging the department. We are, we are trying by all means to engage the department through the presidential office because every Monday we are calling the presidential office to intervene because they are also investigating the matter on our behalf, on employees' behalf and on behalf of the uh, committee. So they want to talk to organized labor. They don't want to come and talk to us on the ground. That's what I can say. Okay, I'm going to ask that this conversation come to an end, but insofar as it relates now to the workers, what can you tell us for us as the members of the public who are expectant on this crucial public infrastructure, particularly infrastructure around water and sanitation? Is there a threat or possibility thereof that there may be a strike action or another protest to the union buildings? What can you share with the general public? And specifically, what are you asking the public to be patient with you guys, given the fact that you have ways, of course, in which to engage? And if they don't work, you obviously have to up the ante. We've seen this happen in this country, so it's not an odd point to consider potentially happening. Can you take the public into your confidence as to the next way forward? Yeah. We, our intention is to engage with our members, with Labour, and uh, there's a possibility that we'll we have to go to back to union building. And there's a possibility of a, 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 a strike action that is coming for the department in order for us to address all these, these remaining issues.
Very well. Mr. Tembangosi, final comment from you. Thank you for being on the line. You're a construction workers. Do you have anything to say? Perhaps I haven't asked a question that you really feel it is important that you say representing your colleagues on the ground as employees. Babungos. It's very clear that uh, we are reaching a point whereby uh, we are going to uh, getting uh, to an end whereby we are striking to be a national construction strike if uh, we don't reach a deadlock with the employer. And uh, also our colleagues that have been suspended, we would like to say you, you can't suspend a person uh, because he's demanding uh, his own right, he's practicing his own right. So now in terms of the report, I would like to say uh, uh, it's more than a million, uh, it's thousands and thousands uh, taxpayers' money that has been used to um, pay that independent investigator that was investigating the case. I think he used five provinces to uh, com- conclude the report. So now we will also like to demand that report as a uh, construction worker because it will be. A, a, a daily practice to say you appoint a person who's not having any qualification, who's not qualified because you are a friend of a senior manager, then you will be appointed as easy as, as it is. So now, we'll be, if the employer pushes us to a strike, we will go to a strike. We will practice our right because they owe us and they, they know that they are owing us. 150 percent is too much money. And taxpayers' money have been chewed by in any way. So I want the public to know that their money is just thrown like a dime in the ground. So they must pay what belongs to the people. Thank you so much, Mr. Tembangosi, who is a worker at the Construction East, together with Mr. Gideon Mangai, who is a liaison committee for the Construction East workers, chairperson thereof, sharing us their frustrations in engaging the Department of Water and Sanitation for outstanding merit bonuses for the financial year 1920, 100% of the following financial year 2021, and it is more than likely going to be the case as well in another standoff on currency of things for the 21-22 financial year, which is about to end in a month and a week or so from now. We certainly do wish you guys all of the best, and it is a pity we were not able to balance the conversation out with what we would have heard from the department. Nonetheless, we can only try, and the invitation certainly was there. 2039, let's continue the conversation after this ad break. Mr. Arnold Tanza, chairperson of Chefs with Compassion, civil society organizations and individuals call for Durko to retract the 50 million rand donation, payable, of course, to Cuba. The conversation continues after this.